Hi, this is Lucia with Yard of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. And welcome back, No Contact Army. We now have a slogan, and I will announce that in just a minute. And if you too would like to join the No Contact Army, it's very easy. All you have to do is hit the subscribe button and the bell notification to get notifications for upcoming videos, and you're in. And if you want to read the No Contact Army manual, go to NoContactSecrets.com where you can read two free chapters before purchasing the book. So today's topic is Beware! This will make you break no contact. And it's very appropriate that today I have a slogan for the No Contact Army because it ties in nicely with today's topic. So first I'm going to tell you a story, then I'll tell you what you need to be aware of, and then I will tell you what the slogan is. And be sure to listen till the end of this video because I'm also going to let you know how to get a free coaching session from me. Okay, so I used to be a photographer and I specialized in music photography. I shot a lot of concerts, everyone from the Rolling Stones, Tina Turner, Lenny Kravitz, Ricky Martin, Christina Aguilera, Destiny's Child, everyone. And so one night I was scheduled to shoot Britney Spears in concert in Los Angeles. And it was a Saturday night and off I went with my equipment to the venue and there was a lot of traffic, obviously traffic that was all going to the concert. So there was a lot more traffic than I expected. Then I parked and the escalators weren't working because this was at the Universal Amphitheater and uh, the parking was such that you had to take the escalators up to the theater. So I had to walk uphill with some equipment, not a lot, but still, so I had to walk uphill. Okay, fine. I get to the door of the venue for the press and I say I'm on the list, la la la. And they go, oh no, you need to use the back entrance. Now I had never had to use the back entrance, but I said, okay, fine. And of course I had to walk halfway around the building because that's the back entrance and it's a big building. Okay, I finally get to the back entrance. Meanwhile, time is ticking. I need to be there because we can only shoot the first few songs. I get to the back and they go, no, you need to go to the front. And that's why when I couldn't take it anymore and I did something I never do in public, which I even rarely do in private, and that is I started crying. <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. I'm like, I have to get inside. I have to shoot the concert. So luckily they let me in and I shot the concert and all was well. And as an aside, actually, um, Kobe Bryant was in the audience. He was right near the stage where I was ready to shoot. He was sitting there with a friend in an orange uh, tracksuit. And my one regret, well, one of my regrets in life is that I didn't walk over and talk to him. I could have easily gone over. He used to live in Italy. He speaks Italian. He spoke Italian, obviously. I obviously speak Italian. You know, I could have had a nice little conversation. And then I could have said, hey, can I get a picture? And then I would have been the only one who had gotten a picture of Kobe at the concert because this was before everyone had the cameras, their iPhone cameras. But I didn't. But what are you going to do? So why am I telling you this story? <laughs> because I was triggered, you know, because I don't cry that easily. And so for me to cry is because of the series of things that led up to that. Because if, if there had only been one issue or two, it wouldn't have been a problem. You know, even if there had been a lot of traffic, but everything was smooth after that, obviously I wouldn't have started crying. Even if there had been a lot of traffic and I had to walk uphill 
as long as when I got to the front door, they said, yeah, come on in, not a problem. Or even if there was no traffic and there was no escalator problem, but I had to go to the back door again. But it was the combination of these four things that led me to start crying. And so this is what happens when people break no contact. It's not usually because one thing happened. It's a combination of things in a short amount of time, usually like in one day. Obviously mine, it was like in a half hour, that's a lot. But usually it's in one day. So let's say, you know, you get up late, so you, you're not able to eat your breakfast. So you rush off and now you're driving quickly to get to work so you won't be late. Then you have a fender bender. Now you gotta stop and deal with that. Now you're gonna be even more late and meanwhile you're hungry and you have to deal with this accident. Then you get to work and you find out that the project you submitted for approval was rejected and now you need to fix it. And then on the way home, <laughs> this sounds like a country song now, you hear a song that reminds you of your ex and you lose it and you just wanna reach out. You've had a bad day and you wanna reach out. So you have to find a way to manage the triggers and deal with them as they come up. Do not let them pile up. So if you deal with each negative situation as it comes up, then you minimize its effects and you're less likely to reach out. So how do you manage the stress? Often it's just as simple as just putting on some noise canceling headphones and listening to some peaceful music. That's what I do. <laughs> and that helps me tremendously. So you need to find a way to soothe yourself, a healthy way. I'm not talking about by drinking or eating an entire pizza or a carton of ice cream or watching TV all night. Don't be a loser. <laughs> so go for a walk in a nice neighborhood if you live in a bad neighborhood. Uh, go for a run, go to the gym, take a bubble bath, play a video game, tinker around in the garage, meditate. You have to know what to do when you feel yourself getting stressed and everything's piling up. So instead of freaking out and breaking no contact because you need someone to make you feel better and your ex always made you feel better, you got to do something else. So let me read this comment. It says, day 61 of no contact. His first attempt was within 10 days of no contact. He called three times, texted and asked, could he come over for breakfast? When I didn't reply, he texted again and said, no response. He unblocked me from IG and from all his pages around days 43 and 45. On day 46, I was so close to breaking. I'm still going strong. Day 60 was tough. So it's interesting that this person commented and mentioned two of the triggers. There are times that you will be triggered, even if nothing happens, even if your life is smooth, you're probably going to be triggered on days 30 because there's erroneous information out there saying to do the 30 day no contact rule and then hit up your ex. So after 30 days, you don't hear from them. You're going to start wondering, mm, maybe Lucia's wrong. Maybe I need to reach out. So that might trigger you day 45 because that's when you're going to start to get antsy. And that's probably when your ex is going to start to get antsy. Day 60, if you haven't heard from them, because now you pass that 45 to 60 day window and you didn't hear from them and you're going to get triggered and go, oh my God, 60 days passed. I'll never hear from them. That's why this person said day 60 was tough. No, it doesn't mean the 60 day rule doesn't mean that you will absolutely 100% hear from your ex between days 45 and 60. It would be nice, but <laughs> it means that 
you are most likely to hear from them during those weeks. But it could be earlier, it could be later. The chances of you hearing from them are 90%. So you have to stay in no contact. Also, you may get triggered on your birthday, on their birthday, on your anniversary, or just any other day that was important to you. Or if you see something on social media that makes it look like they're moving on or they're enjoying life without you, that's why I say if you can't handle it, if you can't handle the truth, (laughs) then you need to unfollow them. Don't look if you cannot handle it. Okay? So to recap, minimize the triggers. Know when a trigger may possibly come. Be prepared and have ways to deal with that trigger. And now to announce the slogan for the No Contact Army, it is, we don't react, we do no contact. What do you think? Do you like it? So whenever you're triggered and you wanna break no contact, instead do something to soothe yourself and remember, we don't react, we do no contact. So I want to hear from you. What are your triggers when it comes to your ex? What makes you want to reach out or what made you want to reach out in the past? And how do you know you're not going to reach out? What are you going to do to make sure that you don't reach out when you're triggered? And finally, in terms of the free coaching session from me, I know a lot of people are currently having financial issues. So I'm going to give away a free coaching session with every video that I post. And all you have to do is like this video be subscribed to the channel and comment with either I'd like a coaching session or a little brief comment about your situation. And at the end of that, write, I would like a coaching session. And then I will choose one winner 24 hours after I've posted the video. So if you comment after that, then unfortunately you're not eligible. So you must post within the first 24 hours. But in the meantime, if you would like to get my help personally to get your ex back, go to theartoflove.net. The direct link is below and we will send you the rates. If this video has been helpful, please like, subscribe and share. If you're listening to a podcast, please rate and review. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts and enlightens.